0: How many of you have ever been annoyed at your business? You have client customer complaints, customer issues. You've got where you're creating content and little by little, you realize I don't like making these posts anymore. I don't like talking about this anymore. I don't want to serve my customers, my clients. Guys, I want to know if you have not felt that yet, you will. And this episode is for you. We want to talk through how you can fall back in love with your business again. It is totally possible, totally normal to have these ebbs and these flows. And it's totally possible to fall back in love with your people again. And I truly believe that if you don't love your customers, if you don't love the people that you've built into an audience, you're not going to be able to effectively serve them. You're not going to be able to sell to them to the level that you and your business could and are meant to. Guys, that's what we're going to be covering in today's episode, how to fall in love with your audience so that you can grow your audience and grow your business. Welcome to Traffic Makers. You're here because you're a business owner whose products and programs are meant for the world. You need customers. In this podcast, we cover the hacks, the tips, the tricks to help you grow your audience so you can grow your business. Ready? Let's get started. Hello, guys. This podcast episode is really inspired by a conversation that I was having in my coaching community. So if you've been following me for any amount of time, you know that we have our free group, which is called grow your audience. It's free. Everybody can join it. And then we also have a paid community. And in that paid community, we do monthly strategy calls. We do hot seats. We do like basically it's like a business coaching community. And during one of those sessions, Someone who I love dearly and I know is meant to make a difference in her audience's lives. She was talking about her customers and her clients and she was talking about them. And basically, guys, to be honest, it became a little bit of a complaining fest. Her audience was complaining about things. Her audience was griping. They were giving her feedback. She didn't want the feedback. And guys, we've all been there as we've been growing our businesses. We've all been there. And suddenly we get irritated with our audience that we've built. And we forget why we built the audience in the first place. Guys, in this episode, we're gonna be talking about a real life tactic that you can use to fall back in love with your audience. Your people, they can feel if you love them. They can feel if your content is serving them. They can feel also if you're annoyed by them. Your audience can feel if you're like going, pursuing them for a transaction. They can feel that. And when they feel that you love them, well, they trust you back. They love you back. They respond to you. They comment. They engage. When they feel like they're being sold to or when you're and they're an inconvenience to you, the store owner. <laughs> well, guess what? They don't come back. Right. OK, this happens in real life businesses. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a donut store. I think I've talked in a previous episode about the donut store. My family and I, we have a Saturday morning tradition that every Saturday or almost every not every most Saturdays, we walk the mile and a half to the donut store and we get donuts and then we walk back home. And um, we have two donut stores. And believe it or not, there's actually two donut stores. And they're right across the street from each other. And one of those donut stores is the donut store that we went to for years because it was the only one we walked in distance. In, for years and years and years, we went to this donut store. And the owner of the donut store, was really kind of snippy. When my kids were younger, um, five year olds, ten year olds, six year olds, they would take a little bit of time picking their donuts. Now as teenagers guys, they pick really fast. I mean she has her order already ready. They don't care. Like teenagers will eat any donuts. But when they're five, they want the perfect donut. So they walk up there and they tell the lady behind the desk the, the counter what donut they want, and then they change their mind, and they pick the donut they really want, and then they move on, and the next kid does the same thing again. Anyways, that donut owner would get so frustrated with my children. You know what that did for me? It made me feel like we were the inconvenience. We were inconveniencing her by purchasing donuts. There's no one in line behind us. There's, there's nothing, um, nothing pressing, but we felt like we were an inconvenience. So as soon as the new donut store opened, literally across the street, guys, another donut store opened. As soon as that donut store opened, do you know what we all did? We stopped going to the donut store with the lady who was inconvenienced by us. And we went to the donut store where the lady spends five minutes with every two-year-old that ever walks in the door. And it's just beautiful to see the the vibe of the donut shop is just this joyful, happy, sugar-coated, sprinkle-filled place. That's what we need to be like with our businesses. So now what's the difference between Donut Store 1 and Donut Store 2? To be completely honest, guys, I think it's the age of the store. Donut Store 1 has been around and been a donut store for 10 years. She's seen every two-year-old. She's seen every five-year-old. She's seen all of the kids in all these local neighborhoods grow up in front of her. And she's kind of, she's, Retire age. She's done with the donut experience, right? She's she's having burnout. Where's the other one on the other side of the street? It's a young younger person, and she's just started her store. It's all new and it's exciting, and you could tell she's putting a lot of thought into all of her donuts because she's still it's still new to her. It's still exciting. Now, here's the thing. It's totally normal in the life cycle of your business to lose that excitement, but it's not okay to stay there. It's totally okay to be like, oh my word, another kid's coming in, taking a long time. It's just not okay to have that thought dwell in your head. So if you are at that stage where you're having your business is like, is sucking your soul out of you, which guys, it's happened to me. I want you to do this exercise. And this exercise is literally one that my mother had me do with my marriage. It worked in fixing my marriage, helping me fall in love with my spouse um, again and again and again. I love it. And it also helps me fall in love with my businesses. So I, I want you to do, to literally get a piece of paper out. Get a piece of paper out, a lined piece of paper. And I want you to start at the top of that piece of paper on the left, write the number one and go down in every single line. One, two, three, four, all the way down to 50. You're probably going to need two pieces of paper all the way down to 50. I want you to think of 50 reasons why you love the audience that you're serving why you are the perfect person to serve that audience. Why that audience needs you. Why you are meant for them. Like what is it special about that type of person that you're going to serve? What about them gets you excited? What about them is is like the perfect audience for you? What do I mean by that? The lady next to the of the newer uh, um the new donut shop she has a young children. She loves smiles of the young kids. So she would write down the kids smile when they come in. I love making art and I love how donuts are art. I'm a morning person. So I love my business because I'm a morning person. I get to get up 5 a.m. every weekend. I get to get home by 2 p.m. because the whole donut store closes at noon. So I get to do I want you just like the donut shop to write down what you love about your business, what you love about the people that you serve, why you are the best person to love to serve this audience. As you write these things down, you're going to notice a change happen. And I want you not to come up with 10, I want you to come up with 50. And if you're like me, when you're having those hard moments and you're not loving your business, coming up with 50 is a lot of work. It's hard. I mean, it's Hard to come up with 50 reasons why you love your audience. Now, at the end, you have 50 reasons why you love your audience, 50 things that make you perfect to serve your audience, 50 things about um, your business that you love. Now, when you have that list, I want you to look at it. I want you to look at it whenever you're having a struggle. Now, for me, that list took days to write because I could come up with 10 easily. I came up with 20, okay. The last 25, though, it was like pulling teeth to get them out of me, right? It was hard. But once I have that list, I have content ideas, content ideas that I can post to my profile tell people why I love serving them and why I love my job. I can post them to my LinkedIn to talk about how I'm best able to serve others. I can put them onto my my page to help attract the right person to me. I can help people unite to each other because I understand their problems better than maybe even they do because I spent the time I did the homework to fall back in love with my audience. Now, some of you You might be like one of my audiences, my cat audience, guys. I started my cat audience as a bit of a joke. Um, And now I have like 160,000 cat people in my cat audience. Um, I started it as a bit of a joke. I never really loved cats, to be honest. I'm not really a cat person. Um, But I did this this exact assignment. And I fell in love with cat people. I fell in love with cat people. I found ways that I could serve them, ways that my audience was made for them and they were made for me. We, um, I fell in love with cat people, even if I'm not a cat person. So if you're like, wait a second, Rachel, I'm not actually meant to serve this audience. If you have this audience, you probably are meant to serve them. So now it's time for you to love them enough to sell to them. If you love an audience, you're gonna find problems that they have, and you're going to look for ways to solve their problems and make their lives better. And so if you love them, you're going to serve to them, serve them. And if you serve them, you're going to sell to them. So if you're not selling well, if you're frustrated with your audience, most likely it's because you're not loving them. So go back, make your list of 50 things that you love about your people, love about this business that you've built and then craft content that matches those those things that you wrote down, that right there, whenever you start posting those again, you're going to see that your audience is going to respond to you because they're going to feel that you're loving them again. Guys, we know when someone loves us and we also smell or know when something, someone's coming at us with a transaction an ask um, or irritation. Fall in love with your audience because you're going to find when you do, your audience will love you back, trust you and buy from you. Hasn't that been helpful, guys? That exercise of writing down 50 things has been transformative in my life with my marriage. Um, There was a time when I was a young mom and I was frustrated with my hubby and I, I, I called my mom on the phone and I began ranting about what my hubby had done. And my mom's like, no, you're ranting about nothing. I want you to write down 50 things you love about him because you know what? At the end of that, your heart's going to change and you're not going to see these petty, ridiculous things that you're picking on. It changed my relationship with my spouse. And it also, when I did the same exact assignment with my business, it helped me not be fussy or nitpicking about the little things about my business that were frustrating for me, the little things about my audience that I didn't like. It helped me kind of root those out of my life, weed them out and replace them with these beautiful flowers of love. So if you are someone who struggled with feeling burned out, feeling overwhelmed, feeling like you can't sell to your people, it could be that you just need to fall in love with them again. Do this assignment guys and uh, let me know how it worked out for you. Let me know, tell me one of the things you love about your people. We have a Facebook group called Grow Your Audience. I would love to hear from each and every one of you in our free group. Come in there, tell us how you are falling in love with your people, tell us what you love the most about the people that you serve. Tell us what you love the most about the product that you sell. Guys, our group is here for you, a place where you are not alone. There's literally 50,000 other businesses there, all growing our audiences so we can grow our businesses and make a difference in the world. Come join us there and I hope you subscribe, leave a review. We just love your reviews. They make me smile every single time I see them. Leave a review, subscribe, and I'll see you guys in our next episode.